0: Before we start today's show, Jake's back with some news.
1: After the roaring success of our first ever live show last week, we're going to be doing it again this week. It's on Friday. We're going to do a show before the Forest game and a show after the Forest game. Join us live on Friday night. Can't wait to see you there.
0: Thank you, Jake. Right, coming up on today's show, we look back on a win after 44 days without a win. Finally get three points against Newcastle and we look ahead to the Forest game with Daniel Taylor from The Athletic. Welcome to another episode of
2: The of Glory. I'm Johnny Blaine. Joining me Gary Diamond. Are you sure, Johnny? Are you are you sure? It's cuz this is take 12. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally take You managed to do it live on Friday morning. Yeah, been sat for 5 minutes with you going, "Welcome to another episode <laughs> of The Echo of Glory. I'm Who am I?" I Want to sit here?
1: <laughs> no. Okay, shush. Wow, the curtain's been pulled down, hasn't <laughs> oh, it? Oh, blimey. And delighted to be joined by Jake Robson. Good afternoon. Yeah. It is now. That's how
0: he's <laughs> Very good. Okay. How many showers this weekend? Bloody that hell. Count. Like, I not
2: I, I, I have a shower every morning. That's okay. about, it's no, I'm a normal person. I had one on the way to the game, Yeah, but that was what, inadvertent. What?
1: at? Um, what, where? Tube station. At, oh, right. Okay. Like walking down to the station. Oh, I and
2: absolutely. So, and then one of them cars drove past me. Obviously, oh. one of them cars. But it went right <laughs> through a puddle, which I hadn't seen. And uh, I hadn't been at my house five minutes. And the whole side of my leg was soaking. I was thinking to myself, if we lose today, I'm going to be really pissed <laughs> off. But it got better from there. Okay,
0: a normal amount of showers. I had three this weekend, two on Sunday. Not quite last week's uh, three,
1: but yeah, I know because you told me about one of them. You texted me at the time <laughs> when, <laughs> when he was just in got in the out shower. The shower. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell I didn't tell you I was. Well, you, no, I didn't. It was weird. Don't do it again. All right. Okay,
0: fine. But you know, I just like to let everyone know that I'm clean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I get it. It was it was it was like podcast related. It was, it was Echo related. of Glory related information yeah. about your showers. Yeah. But you only did two. All right. So, all right. Well, what were they? What were they? What, like? uh,
0: Sunday morning, I was out and got absolutely soaked, decided to have another one. And
1: then, what, uh, where were you? We're you just in the, doing your shopping. Yeah. And oh. then I just, I don't
0: know, I just had another one. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> right. Come on. Let's get on to the, the football. I think we should. <laughs> uh, club news uh, the under 18s, the 21s, the women in the back, everyone's playing. The under 18s won 3 1 at Fulham to remain top of the league. So the 18s won at Fulham to remain top of the league. The 21s won at Sunderland last night in the League Cup. They've topped their group. They are through. But unfortunately, the women... I'm not going to say they let the club down. They're on a bit of a bad run. On a bit of a bad run. And that's probably because of the expansive football that they're playing. On the back of the 7-0 defeat to City, uh, they lost 4-0 at home uh, to Man United. And they had a lot of attempts. I looked at the stats. Certainly up until half time, they'd had a lot of shots all on target. It just didn't fall for them. But because they're playing this open, expansive football... United picked them off, lost 4-0, but it's okay. They've got two comfortable games coming up. They play Arsenal twice uh, next week. Arsenal, who are on an absolute roll, smashing Chelsea 4-1 on Sunday. Arsenal are pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. But Spurs, as we've said before, you said, they're still finding a new way under a new manager. Other bits of club news this week. Reports of a new deal for Destiny Udoge. Much deserved. Much deserved. What a uh, guy. Deserved. Uh, until 20, his current deal's until 2027, so they'll probably extend that and he'll get a nice little bumper in his pay packet. Um, a little Christmas sweetener. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put it on a Chelsea
2: style, like 10 years or something?
0: Yeah, well, maybe. We should. It's amazing that it's, all, it's, it's been leaked for a few days now and, and the club still haven't announced it, but maybe the pen's not quite dry. Um, maybe ink, we, ink. 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 Uh, maybe the pen wasn't so dry. You don't want the pen to be dry, because then... <laughs> Okay, the uh, so And I was thinking about who I'd want next, maybe. I think Saar, there's rumours that he's on sort of a... It's you not it, com- yeah. money comparable to what he probably should be on. I think he's someone else we need to tie
2: down. 100%. I know Van der Ven only signed in the summer, but he can stay forever. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Similarly, Poro. Hundred percent poor. What a footballer
0: he is. I think he's on probably on a pretty good he'll contract. He'll be on a bit better because he can't he'll be on a good contract. Just same
2: players that I want to see yeah. as being the backbone of the team yeah. for yeah, you yeah. know. But long I long
0: think long probably SAR is probably due it's yeah. it due in your contract. And then the other another bit of club news not as positive is that Jurgen Klinsmann I thought he was a friend of this club, but clearly not. It says Son will
1: go... Just the name Klinsman is positive to me. Yeah,
0: but he's played Son in these games. or we like, can you take him off now? He's clearly limping. He keeps him on. And I know Son is the star of of South Korean football, but it sounds like he could be gone for six weeks going after the Bournemouth game on New Year's Eve.
2: I just was reading literally as we came on, I think there was a a post from Eddie Gold saying that the club is still in discussions with the South Korea Football Association. So I think they want him to stay for the Burnley Burnley game. But we shall see.
1: Surely he it, it could be up to six weeks. That's that's correct. Yeah,
0: looking at their group they'll uh, go far. Bahrain, Jordan and someone else. They'll go they'll go pretty far. They should do. I think not guaranteed to win it, but you definitely see them getting to the last eight, probably mm. the last four. Like him to be for Burnley, be here for Burnley. It's important that we get through that game. It's not that it's nice to have a home draw, but it's it's not it's not a guarantee. Um you want him here? Let, let him go. No, no.
1: For Burnley, like it's an FA Cup game against Burnley. They're going to make. They're going to make a whole. Ho- I expect us to win, but I think we'll be able to do it without Son. That's all. No, I'll bookmark,
0: no? I'm going to bookmark this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, because they've Burnley have got bigger fish to fry than uh, than the FA Cup. Their m- number one goal this season is to stay in the Premier League. No there's also a,
0: there's also a gap after that f- between the next game. I don't know. You'd like to think we'll beat Burnley, but we'll come to that game as and when. Should we talk about Sunday? Yes. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> um, so the lineup was Vicario in goal, back four. Uh, Porro, Romero, it's come to him uh, shortly. Uh, Davies and Udogi in midfield. Saar on Basuma. And then we had Johnson on the right. Kulicevsky in the middle. Son on the left and Richarlison up front. So a couple of personnel changes, but also a tweak uh, with the players moving around. How did you see it when you saw the lineup? It kind of felt, oh, okay, actually, some players are back now. This is nice.
2: Hmm. Well, I think um, the thing that it was more not when the team was announced because as long as Saar was going to be fit and Richardson was going to be fit, those were the eleven I think that anybody would have would have started. But actually, when they lined up and you saw Son on the left and Richardson through the middle, that to me was the key, the key thing. Did um, you think
0: at the time it wouldn't be?
1: Yeah,
2: when it was announced I imagine that you know Son would stay up front and, and and Richarlison was on the left but it was a move. Me too,
1: exactly the same.
2: Yeah, that, that, that's what I assumed but it was absolutely the right thing um, to put Son up against Trippier um, and, and, and use his pace and, and so it proved. Um, but it was also it was pleasing to see Richarlison in the middle having a good game and it shows that with a bit of supply to him, he'll get in the box and he'll get you a couple of goals. Um, so and 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 the the last thing i was pleased about with it was this is not your number nine shirt sonny you know you need to produce and if you're not then actually we will move it around based on the game based on whatever it is so um i I thought that was the most pleasing thing about
1: the lineup yeah same um, same well i didn't i wasn't sure about how it would play out until i was about five ten minutes into the game and then you're seeing oh actually son's gonna be out on the left
2: yeah, and, and but but once the game sort of kicked off and you saw Son was out on the left and you're seeing Trippier, you're like, oh, yeah, why did? I mean, I probably did think of that, but I just didn't think it would happen. But Son against Trippier is a, 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 a you know, who, who's who's going to face him up one on one. It's not even as though they're going to sit deep and double up. You know, Trippier was literally left with Son one on one. They and didn't double up, did they? Not one, but not Which is one bit. They did not yeah, double so, yeah, up at all. Mm. Trippier, it was Son on Trippier, one on one every single time. Yeah. And this is no disrespect to Trippier. You put Son one on one with any fullback, you know, not, not in a sprint from the halfway line, but just squaring him up on the edge of the box and then going outside him. He's going to beat most fullbacks. But Trippier, in particular,
1: can't move his feet and hasn't got that pace. He was going to get killed. Um, the, so the that, other thing is, I actually think, uh, obviously, having uh, Johnson out on the right was, was quite a positive yep. thing to see because we were saying. In the in, in but our when you saw the lineup, the Johnson had to be on the right. That was no, no, absolutely. But yeah. I was happy with that because we've been yeah. saying he hasn't actually been given a proper go in 100%. probably what is his best position yeah. up until this point. Certainly not from the start. And I personally, when when the when the game kicked off and I saw that actually Son was out on the left, I personally think Son's best position is out on the left. I know he can play as a nine. I just think all the years that he's been at Tottenham, more often than not, he started on the left. And that's where mm. he's been successful. I also think Richarlison, probably his best position is through the uh, middle. He's if a nine. Get, if you can get the ball he's to nothing
0: him. That he, He's nothing else. He needs to stand, I said this before, in the middle of the goal in between the posts and be a bit of an agent of chaos. He and obviously, he goes around and he worked hard and his first goal came from him winning the ball back. But as a striker... You know, people always Brazil is number nine, and you think in your head well, it means he must have a bit of flair. He must have no. He doesn't. He's not for me technically good enough to be out and around hmm. holding the ball up, flicking balls in. They said on the commentary, it's he's good in the air game, as well. He's actually, good in the well. air. Uh, Apart from the missing uh, we but yeah, yeah. He's missed a few of those. There was a great move in the f- uh, first half. We got played into Son. He played a lovely flick into Kulusevski. Kulusevski played into Richardson, who put it over. Maybe in the first fifteen minutes, Gary Neville and I agree said Richardson can't do what Son just did. He's mm. not as deft on mm. the ball. Son's not the best no. at that. Charleston, for me, is an agent of chaos in the box. <coughs> but anyway, so we go one nil up for. But t- again,
1: first five minutes, we just we were relentless. It, but we, we could have been one 0 down. That's true but, but Villa. That was after. That was about six or seven minutes in. Yeah. I must have been thinking that first five minutes. We are just just watching us in in the in the flesh. Just oh.
0: what about that Ben Davies uh, touch? I didn't see that from where, I, mean, I was I had a great. view I didn't I was, see it. I'm in the southwest corner. I, I had a great view of it. Didn't know that he touched it. I thought Amrana just missed it. Even no, it was Isak. Sorry, Isak.
1: E- 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 I don't care. I think I still think it's one of the worst misses ever. No, I don't. care. No, once d- once he, got once he touch, touches it, it's so hard. You're not a forward, are you, Jake?
2: It's so hard. I've got <laughs> high, high standards, it. Johnny.
1: <laughs> Ca- Harry Kane scoring that.
2: Mm, no, I don't, I'm don't think he sure. can. Once, <laughs> not sure.
1: Once he touches it,
2: at that, at that pace as well. It's it, it was really it was a great great touch. Fantastic I, mean, I touch saw an interview with Davies after the game, and he said it's it's one of them balls that. As a defender, you hate to defend, but you have no option because you know the man's behind you and he's got a tap-in. So you have to try and defend it you've just got to pray that you're not putting it through your own net. And Isak's face was a picture
0: because he was like, how on um. earth? Not, I don't think it was how on earth have I missed that. It was actually how on earth has he got a touch.
2: Yeah, and, and, and it was a brilliant piece of defending. But I'm going to sort of pick up on what you said about, again, we could have been one down, we conceded chances. I think you've just got to accept this, right? That it's the way that we're going to play. We are going to concede chances. And even... You know, I think the very best team, City, will concede chances. You're playing in the Premier League. Every team has a certain Mm. element of quality. Over the course of 90 minutes, it is very unusual for a team to not create a chance, have a shot on goal, have a good goal-scoring opportunity. It's about how you defend them. And the reality is, Davies was there, so it ended up not being a chance because he was there and did his job. But but I don't mind conceding them because, as I say, whatever the status of the game, until we're sort of two or three up, I think the game's in the balance, and, and I think the team will go one up against us. I'm not going to be concerned. I'm not going to panic because well, we
0: will score. It's been a long time since that happened. We went yeah. one nil up on Sunday. That's a tenth game in a row. Is it ten? We've gone one nil. Like, it's been a lot of talk of these five because we didn't win, win them. Yeah. but actually, it goes back to Arsenal. Wow. Arsenal was the last time we didn't we score first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's been a long time since we had that feeling of right. What happens when we go one nil down? And I think it was Ali said last week he doesn't before Sunday, he didn't have faith in this team to possibly get back in games. But uh, we went one nil up, was there in your head, here we go again, we have to go and get the second. And we did go and get the second this time.
1: No, I, my, well, you always want to get, I always fancies to get the second, especially mm. if you're going to go one nil up that early. But doggy, mm. I mean, firstly, how i mean we've said it sort of before how does the left back end up in the six yard but bo- in the middle of the six yard box this time ben davies <laughs> scored that goal against united second game of the season and he's just running a straight line and he's ended up on <laughs> the corner but a doggy not only is on the ball for a left back i just name me in premier league history in who what a player on the ball i mean i just can't think of any off the top of my head to be to be put down as a left back on the team sheet but be that confident on the ball want the ball that much Mm. be able to then pick the pass up off that you need to and then get in the position to score as well he was the, playing as a
0: centre forward at times, not, just, just, not just for that goal. There were times in the second blows half, my mind. first half, he was playing centre forward. Well,
2: he went, he went clear through against Villa in the first few minutes, yeah. and 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 should have really should have scored. Um,
1: See, now that I think is more of a problem because I think if you stick him almost one on one like a striker, he's not a striker. He's not a striker. No, no I get that. But what uh, he can do, or is coach to do, instinctive finish, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. know when to make that run, which part of the box to be in. I <laughs> mean, he. Ange must have coached that into him. He can't have just was, Yeah, I'm pleased of you of said course. that
2: because I was going to say, it, it's an interesting conversation that at the beginning of the season, we were all very worried that we'd sign this guy, Odogi mm. who's a specialist left wing back, and we've got this guy, Poirier, who's a specialist right wing back. And we're all going, oh, God, this is a real, real problem for us. The one person, it seems, that wasn't saying that <laughs> was Ange because he, I, and I realise now with the, with the benefit of hindsight, mm. he would have looked at it and gone, it wouldn't have mattered if they were traditional full-backs. You could be a traditional fullback or a traditional wing-back. It wouldn't matter. You're learning to play a new position regardless. So what matters is do they have the technical capability mm. and the athleticism and the football brain to be able to play it? And if they do, yeah. then I'm going to coach that. And yes. it's clearly, he has coached them into these new positions. And Poro's spoken about it a lot recently as well, about the fact that it is a new position. He's having to learn how to play in the middle and inside a little bit more. But whereas we, with our sort of you know narrow vision mm. of football comparatively, just like, oh my God, I don't play that position. And just looked at it and gone... Well, no one does, mate. So yeah. I've got a coacher anyway. It makes no difference what they are; they need to learn. It,
1: that is actually why, at the beginning of the season, people were saying for an Ann Schistin, we need to sign new fullbacks. I, I, I did. Say, I remember saying he's ended up with from, the ideal players, apart from John Stones or maybe I don't know who actually is a fullback that can do Can't. that. So you either, I mean, you've just got to have the raw material. Uh, I don't want to
0: pick t- them up too much, but Zinchenko did it had. Yeah, he learned that Sch- at City, right? He, go. he got right. coached that at City, yeah. right? Very, so very good. You can much. name two. Right? So I mean. th- there was a tweet this week, and I'm going to bring up the name Antonio Conte. Someone, <laughs> he doesn't tweet. Someone, <laughs> <laughs> i just got a shiver down my spine. Okay. <laughs> someone said that we've all be, we were all, he, this guy loves Ange, but he was, we we're all too hasty to criticise Conte because <clears throat> he had the World Cup and we had injuries and he had his illnesses and this, that, and the other. If you put Conte in charge of this team, he'd be given a Clean sweep. and saying right, go on, Antonio, coach this team. Not a chance would Poro and a Probably be playing, probably well possibly well. not even be in this team because he didn't seem to like Poro. No way would he be able to coach them this way.
2: The the, the 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 biggest problem with Conte was and always will be his attitude, because he probably could have coached these players, but he'd still be sounding off about. Imagine Kane. the injuries now. Yeah, he'd, he'd be Conte. sounding off about Kane. He'd be right. sounding off about this, sounding off about that. Do the players have the attitude? It's not my fault. It's their fault. All of the, you know the last five games. Well, you know I, t- I told them what to do. They didn't do it. Like it was always negativity with him that permeated through the team, the fans, the the, the stadium. So it doesn't you really feel matter. Feel the what,
0: positivity now. Comparatively, it doesn't matter
2: what he could or could not have coached. Yeah, and I I agree with you. I don't think Udogi and, and and Poro would be put, having the output that they are right now under Conte. But regardless, it's about the whole feel, the style of football. And more importantly than all of that, is looking ahead at the future. The last five games have been tolerable for all of us. Disappointing in results, but tolerable. Because we're all saying it is part of you know where we are going, what we're trying to do. We understand the mitigating circumstances with injuries and suspensions. But yeah. still, the football is good. Still, we should have won most of these games. And still, that future road is looking really bright. Under Conte, it was like, well when's he going to sack it off and just go do you know what yeah, I mean like yeah. it's, it's, it's irrelevant it's not a binary question of could he have coached this
0: so Udoga gets his first goal for, for the club and then about ten past five on Sunday the 10th of December <laughs> something happened for the very first time what was it
1: it was Richie Ritchie scoring with his feet yeah not us it? going too up <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no not us going too up Richarlison scoring with his feet and Son rinsed Trippier again. It made oh, me realise or remember it, yeah. what a bad one-on-one fullback Trippier was. You're right, they but didn't... he's
1: still one of the best fullbacks in the league, right? Yeah, I think
0: have to I'm say that. I, I watched a Newcastle and fan Son's v... done him there properly. Yeah, done he has. Him. And I watched a Newcastle fan vlog and s- they were criticising Trippier on that he's had a bad week, wondering whether is he just a player that plays on passion and once he's no, he's exhausted. I don't know. Like he's good. Ta- he's he's a tough player. Closes down well, but once you and he's going forward and he's set pieces great. Once you have a run on him, I'm just I'm not sure. And Son, I think he's 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 a
2: player that has made the absolute most of of everything that he's got, and you've got to have the utmost respect for. I absolutely do proper professional. So, Um, but regardless of how well he's done at Atletico Madrid and Newcastle, I don't think it was ever the wrong decision to sell him because where we would like to go, I don't think you can get to with a player that has the limitations of Trippier. Yeah, so some rinsed him, some rinsed uh, pulls
0: him. it back, chances <clears throat> a nice little drop into the pocket and it's 2-0. And and, the fa- and like you said, obviously we're 2-0 up, but it, even at half-time when we were one all against Villa or struggling against West Ham, uh, there was no... We weren't struggling against West Ham, but it wasn't great. There was no booing. I'm not, I Someone said something, I said something on Twitter and people <coughs> thought I was ready to boo the team. No, absolute nonsense. I thought at a full-time against West Ham, I heard a couple of things. I'm told it didn't happen. There's nothing but positive. They got a standing ovation against Newcastle. Like It was almost as if it was full-time, mm-hmm. half-time, because people were so happy with the way we were playing. <clears throat> but the question was, can Eddie Howe change it? Can Newcastle, who I think looked out on their feet from mm. about 20 minutes. Oh, we played them at a great time. Yeah, we played them at a great time. Can they change it? They had, they got into the game a little bit in the first 10 minutes of the second half. We were a little bit sloppy. <clears throat> but Then... Round about the hour mark, Porro hits this most
1: beautiful Glen Hoddle type pass. Oh, I David Beckham. It, for, for I people, wanted to go with a For people of my, for people in
0: my era. Um, okay. Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick. <laughs> <laughs> Over the top. And actually, Richie's first touch wasn't great. But actually, not having a great first touch in that instance made it easier for him. I don't know where Dubravka was
2: going. He was going walkies. I
0: well, maybe think the
1: bad touch kind of drew him out a bit. The he was guy. already out. Yeah. I actually
0: thought when I saw the ball, I thought Richie could have nodded it over I th- him. I
2: thought if, if he took a good touch on it, then Dubravka's positioning was, was actually okay. Yeah, yeah. uh, Richie either would have scored or got a penalty or he would have saved it. Like One of them three things are happening. But the bad touch took Dubravka out of the game.
0: Yeah, and and
1: you know 3-0, thank you very much.
0: And at that point, even pessimist
1: over here, Game over. And then I think there was a moment after that when Richie got on the ball or he was tr- somebody tried to play him through and suddenly the crowd are all up and, and it's like, oh my God, he's, on, he's gone from scoring no goals, he's now on a hat trick and it's just like, what a turnaround. But, but just,
2: just on this, um, it's important to note that, that his first goal, he won the ball back mm. almost on the halfway line yeah. with a great tackle yeah. and, and he set that move in motion. So he was, he was really working for the team and leading from the front end, and we've given him a lot of criticism over over the last few weeks and, and, yep. and whatever, and and is it ultimately good enough for Tottenham? I yep. don't think so. But credit where it's due, he won that ball back. He got us going for for his first goal, yeah. and and he deserved the, the the bit of luck in the ball dropping to him that
1: he got.
0: Scored as many goals on Sunday in the Premier League as he had in his previous thirty nine for Tottenham.
1: The one thing I'll say about this, Gary, is that in um, Angie's press conference on Friday about. How he's been before, uh, Rishi's been before, and how he could be going forward. I wrote it down because I, I, I only wrote it down after you were in the press. I was there, but I wrote it down having after he scored the two goals because I thought, well, actually, he said he said this, and at the time I thought, well, he's just saying it to pump the guy's tyres up a bit. Let's see what happens. But then he scores two goals. You're thinking he actually says he looks a lot freer and better physically than he did earlier on in the season. Looks like the intervention in terms of medical intervention has been positive for him. So. Whatever, because he he had some. He said he had a hip issue. Yeah, something groin. that he said he needed to go away and he needed to get fixed. He, so obviously, and just seen that, that perhaps whatever that was was holding him back. But well,
2: Charleston said himself. I was reading something that he said. Mm-hmm. He said that he, he's now striking the ball without fear, whereas before this surgery every time he shot he couldn't shoot properly because he was scared because of the pain hey. it wasn't quite right so if you
0: drop off in the premier league cause you can't you can't do anything you're going you're you're not going to uh, you're not going to achieve but i'm not saying he has to go on a scoring run now he has to go on a run of good performances because the jury's very much still out yeah. on him well, as, uh, as I, a nine for tottenham
1: maybe his physical condition is going well, to so. improve that i actually also thought do you remember richardson came out and said he'd been struggling a bit mentally yeah. as well yeah yeah and um and corrected himself because he said intervention and then he said in terms of medical intervention. So you wonder if perhaps he's had some help on that side of things. But I as believe well, he has. And maybe and maybe that's kind of coming to the fore as well.
2: Look, the jury's still out for me, but I nobody would. <laughs> get be... it
1: get it back in. No, well, look, but, uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody look, let's take
2: a look at it like this, right? Richardson, since he has come, has clearly not been at 100 percent and he knows that and he's lacked in confidence mm. and he's had issues, injury and mentally. If now he is saying that he's a hundred percent physically yeah. and mentally then essentially have we got, to all intents and purposes, a new player on our hands, and and, and we'll see how he goes. We've got to treat it like that,
0: right? So we're 3-0 up, we're cruising. Let's just get to the final whistle, lads. (laughs) No issues. Enter Christian Romero. What What? has he learnt? Well, the very quick answer is no. I couldn't quite see from where I was what he'd done, and my phone starts pinging, and people watching it guys I know that are working on the game he's going he's off what an idiot he's going Uh, man United fans I don't often speak to Chelsea fans mention me going. what's this bloke doing what an idiot he's going so you sit there going he's gonna get sent off somehow he didn't you watch it back yeah he probably should have been sent off he's now on four yellows he shouldn't even be getting the, the
2: yellow against West Ham was a joke
0: fine but he's yes but he's on it's done he's booked. He goes into that game with three yellows. He shouldn't come out of that game with four yellows, let alone the potential for a four-game ban, which it would have been if he'd been sent off. And she said, I'm not going to take that out of his game, mate. There comes a point where you have to. And I sat here a few weeks ago and said, Saliba will never let you down. The guy got booked for the first time a few weeks ago. For the first time in a year. Mm. You, we can't afford to have world, world-class defenders, which I think he, well, he is. A World Cup winning, world class defender. If he got sent off, that would be a seven game ban with the potential he'd still be on four. Or he'd be back on three yellows. Arguably, he could miss eight, nine games any in a season of
1: games. just from suspension. It's nonsense. It's not good. It,
2: it 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 was a ridiculous challenge, and I don't want to make excuses or mitigate in any way but it felt to me as though there was some needle from the Tottenham team towards Callum Wilson. I don't care. I, no, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but it felt to me... I, I don't think if that hadn't I think if had been Wilson, I don't think he makes that challenge. I, I, and that's not an excuse. That might be, that, that, that's that might be true, but... So you can flip Save it for Matty can, You can almost flip it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he may well do as well, right? right? But you could almost flip it and say, if that is because it's Wilson... Kind of don't mind it as much because it's there for his teammate. Because Wilson is filth towards Richardson, and it, what a game for Rich to get those two goals. In. Yeah. And Vicario did it as well, pulled the face at him. So it did feel as though there was a bit of needle. But I'm d- not pull a face, excuses. don't break his ankle. I'm not making excuses for him because it could have cost us very, very, very dear. Yeah. But I do think it was a little bit of Callum Wilson. Let's do him a little bit. And I don't. And
0: I'm sure I it happens. Don't
2: mind that if you can do it a bit more subtly. <laughs> Well, yeah, we if you can do it a bit more we subtly can't, we
0: can't, no we can't sit here and criticise Matty Cash and I think rightly and then say oh well it
2: was Callum Wilson no Callum Wilson I'm sorry no. we've done nothing towards Matty <laughs> no. Cash Callum Wilson has been vile and the lack of intelligence that guy has sorry to turn around and say you need to have a professionalism Vicario when he's sat there slagging off a professional footballer yeah. who he did it after Richarlison had been talking about his mental health issues he did it after that I have zero respect for Callum Wilson and I actually think there was needle towards him and Matty Cash has no excuse to be going out and injuring our players, he's got no beef there but I don't mind it if a player on our team has something, a bit of gripe, a bit of needle with one of theirs and our team go out and say right n- we'll take n- care of it, Nudge him in the
1: back they had, uh, I know they mentioned I, I said, it. Yeah do it more subtly. Mm. They definitely mentioned it on that uh, podcast last season, did they mention Richie, did they have they had a go at him this season. Know, but no, 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 not necessarily. But it, but it happened. The,
2: this is the first time they've faced each other since.
1: Yeah, then. but the he only came out with his mental health struggles this season. But they this was something from back in.
2: I seem to remember it being around about the same sort of time. Right. Okay. Very much around the same sort of anyway, time.
1: Anyway, he could have come out, Cannon Wilson, afterwards, and said, "Well, I had a pop. They had a pop. Let's move on." But he
2: could have turned around after that podcast and said, "You know what? In retrospect, that
1: was really poor of me." He didn't. He's
2: got no remorse, no regret. He's an idiot don't care if the guy gets injured and I'd love it if one of our players did him. And I loved what Vicario did. And, and I actually what, disagrees. And I actually love what Romero did. It was just a bit stupid and thank God he got away with it. If you're going to do it, injure the guy. Proper put him away. <laughs> and
1: he's coming on next week. <laughs>
0: um, no, Callum Wilson's anyway. I, I wouldn't want him on this pop. Anyway. Horrible. He's not coming on this pod. Yeah. Uh, you can't talk like that about other professionals. I totally agree with you. I, what the him and Mikel Antonio did was Disgusting. a nonsense. Yeah,
2: it's a nonsense. But...
0: And then just we've got a th- lack of
2: perspective to be able to say, no, oh, you need professionalism. Hang on, mate. Yeah. Look at yourself. first Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not. I'm not backing Callum Wilson here. I'm talking from a Tottenham perspective. We yeah, can't, can't afford to have challenge. Romero out for eight
2: games. A ridiculous <laughs> challenge. And, and, and look, that's what I'm saying. I just think if it wasn't Wilson, I don't think he'd have done it. That's not to excuse him. Possibly, it was so. a too high risk to take. Um, moments later, with four up, can I give you a stat? Go
0: it comes with a sort of quiz, but the quiz will be too long, so just chuck a few names at me. <laughs> uh, Son Heung-min becomes only the seventh different player to score ten or more goals in eight successive Premier
2: League seasons.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw this, but I didn't see any of the other names. Can you name any of the other names?
2: Shearer, Henry, Rooney.
1: Kane. Uh,
0: Kane, Kane. Kane, yes. Rooney, yes. Shearer, no. Henri, yes. Fowler. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, i give it to, Owen, give it to yeah. you. No, it's Lampard, oh, oh, Guero, oh. and, of course. and actually Sadio Mane. Oh. There not, you
1: go. Not Salah. Not, he hasn't been here that long, yeah. has he? Mm. How many consecutive? seasons? know the
0: answer to this. Eight
1: consecutive seasons. No, Salah it might be his eight. Would have
0: gone away and come back, I suspect. Yeah, Salah might be joining him on that. But And also the first penalty that we've taken since... Uh, you know 2021 who. that wasn't taken by Harry Kane. Deliali took one in 2021. Kane then scored nine in a row. Uh, Son takes a good penalty. Took a long time to good take plan. it. Took a long time to take but it. But
1: also leading up to this 3-0 it's just champagne football that. Oh, some so of the some so of the I mean you got even got decky shooting with his right foot. I'm thinking what on earth is going <laughs> on here? I thought he doesn't even use Paid his Played right well foot. in the 10.
2: Don't yeah, you? he's been fantastic and he can go both ways. He, he's not relying on his pace as much as he is on the wing and he's got the technical ability to to, to really play and he's been fantastic. And Johnson was real thorn in their side on say, the yeah. right-hand side. Well,
0: we've talked we talked I think last week about having him play on on his correct side. And uh, a guy at work who goes home on away with Wales, he said Johnson has, hits a great shot from right to left. And oh, he did and that, that one when he hit, that hit the hit post. The post. Oh. Oh, what a goal that would have been. Fi- I feel yeah. he may have missed hit well, you're talking about the, one, the second half or the first half? Second half. Second half would, would have been a great goal. I actually think he may have mishit it. The first half, when the he hit one, when it skimmed the outside of the post. that Because against West Ham, cutting in from the left, I don't think he, he hits a great shot. But from the right-hand side, I think it's his best well, position. Well, uh, Son
2: cutting in from the left, hits a great shot. Right.
0: Mm. So they were in their right positions.
2: Yeah. There's also, there's a, a little bit of an irony that the penalty came about from a bad touch from Son when he was through. So we, we picked Richie up got to say the same for Son. Mm. It was a bad touch, um, but it worked out.
0: You, you may not remember this. The way he went down reminded me of Gary Lineker against Norwich in about 1990. No, that's just... Even for me, that was just <laughs> slightly too round. Jake was about probably three at that mm. point. Do you not remember it? <laughs> do not watching. i It was, was on the telly. It was on the telly. So you, we then make a whole uh, tranche of subs. Gave me a glimpse into a future that I don't want to be in. <laughs> S- <laughs> skip Lucelso, Celso yeah Lucelso had two nice games but he's not good enough dallied on the ball for far too long uh, skip Lucelso, Celso
2: no my uh, mate Hoiberg we're going to mention
0: him oh, we're going yeah, right, anyway, to mention that he cost us single
1: handedly cost
2: us the clean sheet
1: you want um, he did. yeah but I think you, want, you know Gary come on we want to be 4-0 up so we can make all these subs get the guys arrested. I want
2: to be 4-0 up and bring on better footballers yeah <laughs> but, but, got... but 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 looking ahead to January is a huge concern because Basuma's not going to be there, Sars yeah. not going to be there, Son's not going to be there, Bentenko's not going Benton to be Coor's there. not going to be there. We've got a big big problem way to United, which I don't even want to start thinking about right now. But so we won't. but that was you mentioned <laughs> looking ahead to the future. Like those guys that came on are the guys that in all likelihood will face up to United.
0: Let's look ahead to the immediate. <laughs> <laughs> Should we look ahead to the immediate future? Let's do it. What's next, Forrest? Friday
2: night. Friday night. I'm really excited about this.
0: Well, we're going to talk to a Forest fan first. Hold your horses. We're
2: excited, we'll do that after. Hold your horses.
0: Bottle it in. Um, We're going to talk to someone who knows a lot about Nottingham Forest, and we'll do that now. Delighted to be joined by Daniel Taylor, senior football writer at the Athletic at the New York Times, and a Nottingham Forest fan. Daniel, thanks for joining us
3: nice to be here
0: yeah Uh, let's go straight in with the latest at Forest Steve Cooper under pressure again Uh, we've been here before October last year there were reports he was in trouble we actually ended up signing a new contract in April this year I think there were reports that actually had been sacked but he survived that kept the club up but we're here again he's under pressure what's the latest and how do you see it playing out
3: yeah it's it's not a great situation because basically every time there's been other times as well that haven't been reported as much but uh, every time there's a I wouldn't say that it's like the owner kind of reverts to basically deciding whether he should he should keep him. His his position is like always under review, and basically every time there's a there's a bad run, we are on a bad run. You know, there, there, there there's no doubt about it. You know, we've um, you know it's we, we beat Aston Villa a few weeks ago. and It's a great sort of felt like one of those kind of games where you turn the corner, but then all of a sudden you lose five nil at Fulham. We've lost at West Ham. We're we, suddenly the home form's gone a little bit. So yeah, it's just. It's basically, it's like a sort of, um, he and the owner, there are, there is, um, there's a history of issues there. The club do very well keeping a lot of it under wraps, but it can't be great fun if basically, you know, your owner is always thinking of pulling the, you mm. know, pushing the button basically on you and is talking to potential other managers and, you know, these these stories in, in the media, you know, there is, there is, um, there's quite a lot of smoke to go with the to go with the fire, basically. And I think at the end of last season, um the owner actually, but the owner praised himself. He basically it was a wise decision to keep him. But he also sort of like was was candid enough to basically say, look, there was nobody a better b available out there. It was kind of like almost con- you know acknowledging that you know well we would have taken somebody else, but just at the timing didn't work out, and there was nobody that would say yes. that was. You know, so so it's a bit tricky, really, for us because they're not in that realm where they can go for the where they can get the proper elite managers, which I think is what the own you know they want like kind of a star. They love they love a star name. They they love dealing with the kind of big clubs and you know signing players from the big clubs and um, and I think like they they would really love to have a what they see as a kind of a, an elite name to bring them publicity and a bit of associated glory and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. But we're not quite at that level yet where you can you can properly get that, you know, Um, I mean, you know, there was talk behind the scenes at Forest when last April of whether they could get Pochettino and Thomas Tuchel. It's just like, you know, realistically, no, you know, so, um, you know, maybe in a few years, but for the time being, that's not the level just just before I ask my question,
2: um I just want to warn against elite so called big managers <laughs> we've had experience. Yeah, <laughs> does it yeah, work? Does it does work? Um yeah, But 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 yeah. actually what I'm interested in is, is is Steve Cooper has so much support from the Forest fans. So as a fan, removing the board situation, where are you guys in terms of level of performance this season to last, how Forrest are playing, how you're doing,
3: how you're feeling about where Forrest are going under Steve Cooper? Um well just on your first point, I mean the, the level of support from the fans is is off the scale. Um, mm. There's been a little bit recently on, on sort of social media, and I know you can't judge these things by social media, there has been a little bit more of a kickback. But then there's also been this, it's also just been a subject of discussion for so long that, you know, Cooper's future and just... So, that you know, there has been a, maybe, you know, beforehand perhaps there was like 0.05% of fans that wanted them out. Now, now perhaps it's kind of like between 2 and 5%, which is a, noticeable even if it's a small small sort of shift. Um this season um we are actually it's just, it's a funny question because stats-wise we're actually a lot better than last season. Okay. points-wise not not particularly. So last season every game it felt like we had 35% possession. This this season you know it, it's they've been a lot more comfortable on the ball. Um last season we got absolutely battered in some way, you know, 6-0 at Arsenal 5-0 at Sorry, six nil at Man City, five 0 at, um, at Arsenal, various other horrible ones like four nil at West Ham. This this season at West Ham it's three two. We got battered last season by Man United about three three or four times, and basically this season you know we're two nil up after yeah. five minutes and then just sort of like didn't really know how to how to handle it. So so the difference you know we went to Man City lost lost two nil, but in the second half, admittedly they they lost they were down to ten men, but second half we actually you know held the ball as much as they did, mm. just you know, looked a lot more assured, less less like kind of, I suppose just a bit more accustomed to being in the top division, really, Mm -hmm. whereas the previous year at Man City was one of the worst away performances Mm -hmm. I can remember, you know, seeing at City, you know, just like there was just, it was just literally, let's get this over and done with and, you know, move on to the next game. (laughs) But But, a lot of teams feel um, like that. The the disappointment is that the home form last season and the atmosphere has both, it's both gone down a bit the atmosphere mm. it's still like don't get me wrong it'll be good this it'll be good on friday it's friday night it'll be it'll be good everyone's up for it as well it'll be it'll be you probably you know if you go you'll you'll you won't you you will not you will not really see what i'm what I'm trying to say on Friday, yeah. but there've been other games this season where the atmosphere has definitely not been as um just it's just felt a bit different I don't know if like the expectation has gone up among the fans and they're now thinking oh we're playing Burnley at home we should be you know we're not yeah you know, we're quite an arrogant football club because, you know you've won a lot yeah yeah there's quite you know but I, f- I feel like all clubs that have had a successful past can be a bit arrogant and we, we've definitely got this new expectation levels which yeah of course you know i want to see us improve and stuff but then i think like at the start of the season people talking about well, yeah well, well now we've got to be looking at like top eight top I'm like, that That means That's that you have outrageous. to get 14 more points or something ridiculous yeah. than last mm-hmm. season, when last season we were quite lucky in a few games, you know, like we sp- spawned a point really against Man City when they, they missed about oh, yeah. six chances oh, yeah. Liverpool missed all sorts, you know, don't get me wrong we played brilliantly in of those games to be even in it but, you know, we are playing at the absolute max and then to think that in the Premier League you can suddenly get like 10, 14 more points, you know overtaking Brentford you know, Villa, who we see where Villa are now and you Know all these sort of like you know, what which clubs do you see us getting ahead of? You know, I, I would mm. have been quite so last season I thought we were in that realm of we were going to finish in the bottom five. This season, I'm kind of hoping that we're going to be sort of 12th to kind of 16th, which is an oh. improvement, and, and basically mm. that we wouldn't be getting dicked away games and we and and um, you know, we just look a bit more assured and establish and progress but basically there is this um i do think like some people and possibly the owners or or very much the owners <laughs> see it as that we should be much higher and that you know we've paid a lot of money for transfers and stuff and you know we, we you and i both know it doesn't it's not that simple is no, it in, but... in this division and um you know we're we we we're still uh, there's nobody at the club that's been in the premier league before really and i think like i, I still think that they're um they're acclimatising and learning what it's about and sometimes it's a bit dangerous to have these assumptions that oh we stayed up last season so you know we you know i think steve cooper always knew it was going to be a hard season um whereas others uh, their expectations have sort of gone up yeah. maybe gone above what's realistic and so the atmosphere gone down mm. and we haven't we just haven't been as as um impressive at home yet you know we played Sheffield united we're lucky to win uh, last 5 minutes um, we 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 were like the better team in the first half then then second half we went to pot. burnley could have lost that game brentford we could have lost that game then we lost to brighton um you know a lot of these games we were you know we beat brighton at home last season um so there's been a there's, that that's been the concern mm.
1: that being said um daniel how do you see then friday going because obviously tottenham Well, we had a bit of, well, we had a sticky patch. Sunday was obviously fantastic. Our waveform's actually been quite good. Maybe not the best visitors to have on a Friday night game. (laughs)
3: no and um, you don't, uh, you don't uh, have no, to you don't
1: have to say good things just to please us by the way no no no
3: a, mate, I, I, I won't say good things I, I, I grew up in an era of hating Tottenham, <laughs> of hating Tottenham. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know like you, you ruined part of my childhood in 1991 like, I, I you know I, I you know in um, fairness you inflicted we'll, we'll your own scars we'll on us as well we'll talk about the referee in a minute um, <laughs> we'll, we'll and, come uh, to the
0: memories in a minute
3: we will yeah yeah yeah. yeah I've, I've got scars um, from Forrest so um, uh, just yeah yeah I mean to be fair I think you've got a few scars from us as well but yeah. um i mean just to be just to be more professional for a second uh, you know <laughs> I, I mean, you know i've also been in europe with tottenham i've done also you know i actually quite like tottenham now but as a, as a youngster i had a I, and a um i think this job knocks it out of you to be honest you know like yeah. um it's hard to explain but when you're around the cl- these cl- you know like my the first clubs i covered were were leicester and derby and stuff and i've got friends at both clubs and stuff. in the end it knocks it out you. but when, but when you're at school and you're going to an fa cup final and um <laughs> And then you yeah. end up like feeling a little bit sore because obviously we we were very unhappy with some of the referee decisions <laughs> that day. Um, you know, Roger Milford. Uh then <laughs> you can, but I think um but I've also but yeah, I also I mean I've got good things to say about Tottenham. I was think, I always think Tottenham was just just to try and um, probably upset Arsenal fans here a second, but I was think Tottenham have got for example, like the best away fans from London. I think like, oh, the away nice, fans. Yeah, you can good. come again. <laughs> yeah. Um just um but yeah it's, and and also you know it's it's always it, it, yeah, I like going to tottenham it's uh, it's well, as everyone tells you, it's a great stadium and stuff but I, I like going to the old stadium as well, to be honest um anyway, I've gone off my track now uh, friday <laughs> friday night. friday, friday night friday night yeah um um it's a tricky one because I, I watched tottenham, I watched the second half of Tottenham man City on t v and I was like, i no, I haven't seen man, a team out mm. past man city like that for a long, long time, so mm. certainly since Pep's first season. Mm. Um and it was like really impressive um and quite sort of daunting knowing that my team is playing them <laughs> while we're out of form. Um we will play if if it goes by previous games where we've played Liverpool and won, played Man City and Drew, um played Arsenal and won, obviously sort of you know, made, you know, won City the title by winning that game. We'll play We'll play a low block on the counter attack, hope to be quite clinical with one of these chances, and then be really hard to break through. Mm. Um, I think that's the way to play against Spurs. We saw it against Wolves. Yeah, West, we, West Ham. Which, did it? We 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 did that really well last season. This yeah. season hasn't quite been the same. Um, we did it at Chelsea away as well. You know, we yeah. um, where the last twenty minutes. You know, like goal line clearances and yeah. brilliant last ditch defending and stuff. Um, and it's just in recent weeks, we, there's been a few questions about whether whether you know the, that togetherness and you know it's 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 quite a new team again. You know, it's not yeah. it's not the same team as last season. Yeah. It's it's um, so it's just it's about getting that kind of you know absolute sort of spirit of togetherness that was there last season, just getting that going again. And need a bit of luck in these games. We we absolutely had a bit of luck against Liverpool. Arsenal, not so much to be honest, because Arsenal didn't really create anything. Uh, but they had, you know, they probably had like seventy five percent of the possession sort of all in our half. Um Man City we had a, lo- a lot of luck. Um Haaland probably had one of his worst worst days at City, you know, just missed about three three cities in the six yard area. Um so you need a bit of luck, you need to play really well and probably need probably need Tottenham not to be at their absolute max. Quick prediction. Which go on. Um yeah, so I mean could go with, it could go either way you know I, I wouldn't be totally surprised if it's 1-0 to Forest, but then I wouldn't be surprised if if the class tells like it did last season you know I think we, we actually played quite well last season but we would, that was before we started doing the compact we tried to take you on at your own game basically we had wing backs and we were like oh this is fun it's like you know and then and then basically what we had we created a few chances but you had about six or seven chances that you know um you know, that, that could have ended up a bit ugly, even though we actually played quite well and yeah. made it a good mm. game. But So I think they realised, I think it might have been actually after that game, that we need to be a bit more grown up here, a <laughs> yeah. bit more sensible.
0: Uh, before I let you go, we will take a trip down memory lane. Like you said, the yeah. 91 final. For me, Forrest, like you said, Gary, sticks in my mind. you got the 91 final as a positive, the bomb scare
2: semi-final
0: in 92. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I, I was there, there as yeah, well. Yeah. sticks in my mind. Got, Forrest got, always used to seem to win at White Hart Lane, especially if Ian Wayne was involved. Yeah, well, yeah. he scored them two free
2: kicks against us in one game. Like, unbelievable. Worldly free kicks, both yeah. top bins. And I think yeah, I've got yeah. a feeling that that was in the replay to the a snow, game that snow I went to snow when game. I was there. Yeah, and, snow game, Yeah, game. And well, I couldn't see Ian Walker. Ian Walker was wearing a fluorescent yellow jersey, <laughs> and we were there, right? And we, we literally couldn't see Ian Walker. Yeah. And uh, and it was only, I think, when the stadium announced, announced, Spurs fans, can you go home? The game has been called off. We are like, I don't <laughs> <Like, laughs> even know. that, it that it was free. It felt dry. like,
3: it felt like, Every season in that period, there was, like, a big game between Forrest and Spurs. Honestly, yeah. Spurs were, like, a big... It became, like, just in this, sort of, like, five- or six-year period where... I mean, Forest were, like... Forrest went to Wembley six times in, in four seasons yeah. in that mm-hmm. same um, sort of era. and So, it felt like we, we got you in semi-finals and... Um, we knocked out the FA Cup once in the penalty shootout. And that's yeah. my memory. Mark, Mark, Mark Crossley. Yeah, Mark yeah. Crossley. Sharing a mist uh, as well. That was right yeah, in front
1: of
2: the Paxton game, Road they, as well, uh, because I was in the Paxton that day. Yeah, ran I all ran the way down the road. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I was in that game. We had a really shit away following at that game for some reason. I think like we might... Um, what season was that? What year was that? Is I've it got it here, God, 95, 96. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think well, I think we just played a UEFA Cup tie the previous Wednesday or something. Yeah, skin tour, just like. So we you- had like it was just it was a really, so it's a great like image like Mark, Mark Crossley like runs down the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's not. It's like FA Cup. It's you know FA Cup's ever every It's always in a way filled away, and it just doesn't. It just looks really unimpressive. The one so. that
2: I remember, Steve Stone scored against us with what I maintained this day is a one nil win. I was and, in and that. I was. watching it, that game? It was a cross. Season. That was a cross, right? Because he said after it was that the game shot, where
3: Bohemian did the chip. It wasn't one nil. Yeah, it was four, the and chip. Was a, so
2: it was two one. and chip. Yeah. I swear that that goal eats at me even now because it was a definite <laughs> <Yeah>. cross.
3: <laughs> Didn't he also so, foul someone in the build up? Well, we can go back me. and have a look <laughs> so yeah we've got our can scars we, can you, can as well we, yeah i was yeah. i was in the spurs end because i think you were having the ground redeveloped that's so right like yeah 300, when and i'd been out in london the night before and um and i got a ticket in the spurs end I possibly might have even been in the press box and i was i was sort of doing a sort of busman's holiday or something. But I was there for that four-one where we where we'd just been promoted and and it was like one, and Brian it was Brian Roy, Lars Bahi, and Steve yeah, and these were all like players that. that kind of, well not Brian Roy so much but like Steve Stone, Bahi, and yeah. like we knew that they were like amazing players. Like we were we finished third that like we came, we came up finished third which just doesn't happen now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the four-one at Tottenham was one of ours was one of the. You know, pick out games from that season. Of course, but everyone beat <laughs> um, us in them days. So. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. but to... we, we, tended to, we tended to do better at White Hart Lane than, and then you'd come then to the City <laughs> and beat us there. But it was kind <laughs> of like, so I think like the the one that, the, so we remember these games, but mm. the one that, unfortunately for me, the one that is always going to be like in history, yeah. that, you know, in is mm. the cup final. Gary
0: Charles dived. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
3: Oh, I get yeah, so. it I get it I was uh, uh... To, to be fair to be fair we we, we just played I mean like we, we uh, it's our default setting to blame the referee and say that Gaza should have been sent off he should, have been. should have been he should have been sent but off we, and we, kicking we, Gary Parker we, we, we played really badly right. yeah the Gary parker one was yeah. i mean um, but we played really badly that day and like when it when it went to extra time like Clough didn't even get off his seat, and it was just a bit of a weird vibe, and like, but we like we didn't we played we didn't pick Steve he was it was so there's all these sort of regrets, but like yeah. that that don't get me wrong, it's a cup final. I'm sure it meant loads to to you lads as well and everything. But I can remember, you know, I was sort of I was at school, and it was like a massive massive thing. we had been to two semi finals mm. pre. We had never won it in my lifetime before or since, and that. But it was also that like, the only trophy that Clifford never won. Yeah. So like it was just it was like bad. this is kind of going to be the, um,
2: you know. I'm very fortunate because I was at the '87 final against Coventry, and I have an irrational hatred of Coventry yeah. If, if, yeah, ever since. Yeah. That, so I totally, yeah. totally get it. Um, well, and were it not well, for well, that '91 final, I would still never have seen my team yeah. lift the FA Cup. Yeah.
3: Well, funny enough, the Forest fans don't have a hatred of Tottenham. They have a hatred of Roger Milford. And I've seen I've seen Paul <laughs> Gascoigne do an evening with Paul Gascon in the Nottingham Theatre Royal, and he was cheered to his seat and cheered <laughs> out. So <laughs> it seems like he's been forgiven. But Roger Milford but like, hasn't Yeah, it's just Roger Milford, It's a classic <laughs> football fan, isn't it, of hate, of um of you know, the referee always gets it but Um, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a rivalry that people don't really sort of Mm. understand it. It was Mm. like, you know, it was a five year sort of thing, wasn't it? You know, it was kind of, but it was quite intense. You know, basically I kind of, um, yeah, I grew up with it basically, Mm. um, so yeah, Daniel,
0: um, uh, brilliant to talk to you. Listen, there's been, as we've just said, some brilliant memories of Forest. I really hope Forest stay up, and I mean that sincerely. I like Forest mm. as a club because of that history as well. A proper so football club. i yeah. you know, I always say this. Uh, good luck for uh, for Friday. I don't mean it, but good luck uh, for the season. <laughs> yeah. I do genuinely hope hope Forest stay up. And, and thanks for thanks for joining us. Thanks for talking to us. Pleasure. Lovely little trip down memory lane. Forrest, Spurs Forest really resonates with me. Daniel's right. The cup final, the bomb scare game in the League Cup semi final. And I meant what I said. I really hope. Forest out. Some of the clubs I couldn't really care less if they went down, but Forest
2: probably because of a bit of the history. Hundred percent. You got like th- th- there are certain clubs that are proper football clubs. I mean, do I care if whole City are in the Premier League? And I mean this with absolute disrespect. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't care if whole City are in the Premier League. You know, teams Sheffield like Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield Forrest. Wednesday should yeah, be there. Is that know? because of but historically they were when you were a kid? Pro- big though. clubs, proper yeah. football clubs. Like you don't know, you have a forty thousand seater stadium, Hillsborough. Like, if you, if you haven't been a proper club in the past, I'm not in Forest. Definitely, uh, uh, you know, a football club that's synonymous with the history of English football, mm. and have always played the game in the right way. Um, We've lost a lot of football. Matches I can't actually. say, I, I, yeah, I can't say I like Forest, but then I don't particularly like any other club, right? I only really <laughs> like my club. Yeah. But as clubs go, Leeds, Nottingham Forest, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, these sorts of clubs yeah. should be in the Premier League. Yeah. Swansea City don't care. Hull City don't care. Sorry, they're just not synonymous with with with. You know the history of English football, so yeah, I agree with you on that. And hopefully we do. Em. Hopefully we do. Em, <laughs> yeah.
0: And you've been bottling up some exciting news. Yeah, we're watching the game here, aren't we? We're going to do on Friday a. We're not going to do a watch along because who wants to watch us shouting at referees? Uh, we're going to do. We're going <laughs>
1: to.
0: We're going to so
1: watch Gary getting pissed. <laughs> well, just, just in the afternoon. We might put a camera on him, that's for
0: sure. Uh, we are going to... We'll definitely get a before and after. So yeah, we are. We're going to do a live show before. We're going to react to the team news. are going to have some guests on, hopefully, and, and talk about that. Then people go away and watch the game. And then we're going to come back after. And we're going to dissect that. Gary will have a few more beers in by then. Uh, and, and we'll talk about the game. So we are going to do sort of two live shows. One short one before the game. And uh, a catch, a roundup after...
1: And uh, we're looking forward to that. We are. And we want um, the viewers, the listeners to get involved as well. We've got a little text topic that we were hoping off the back of the Nottingham Forest owner throwing or his past being found in a bush in Fulham, <laughs> in, oh, the, yeah. in, the, in the Fulham area after he left midway through their defeat to Fulham. What is the oddest thing or worst thing you found in your front garden, Johnny? That's just actually brought something to my mind. Go on then.
0: It wasn't my front garden. I've got two. It wasn't my front you garden. You've got two front gardens. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a lot of money He's Got from right, one for the okay. West Wing. And <laughs> a lot of money from this one podcast. One for one wife. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, we were at, staying at my wife's when she was my girlfriend. And I remember we woke up to a man uh, asleep in her front garden. Absolutely hammered. Maybe Gary. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you will find Gary in your front garden after the Forest game. Uh, Gee, so no. finding a man asleep in the front garden about three o'clock in the morning. And also... I remember a friend recently had someone just park in their drive for two days, which is just completely bizarre. And they just, and they just came back, took the car and just went. So,
2: yeah. Gary? Or no, it's probably um, not I've, for broadcast. Uh, yeah, no, I've got I've got nothing that, that I've found in my front garden. I had a package of mine that was delivered to my neighbours. I mean, literally thrown over the fence to my neighbour's garden, but nothing that I've found, which I thought was a bit random. But nothing
0: no. in my
1: front garden. Leave your comments on the YouTube page at Echo of Glory, and we'll read them out on Friday.
0: What about you? You're not good. you're you're uh, not alone in this. i have got front garden. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Living you Feel, in a bad, flat. For Oscar now, do feel bad for yeah. asking now. I do feel bad for asking. Living in yeah. a flat. <laughs> um, all right. Let's have a quick prediction for Friday. Actually, I want to ask you if you were we didn't do predictions on before Sunday. We, uh, did we not? No. During the live show, you had to go. You had did to we go to do some
1: predictions. P- I think we no, did. we didn't. Pretty sure we asked. Oh, all right. No, we didn't.
0: We asked Shay for his prediction. I listened back, honest. And he just said it would be a tough game.
1: And he was right. It was
0: <laughs> a tough game. <laughs> so what would you have said if I said to you, predict Spurs and Newcastle? Well,
1: I'm not being uh, wise after the event. I did text you. Mm. Was it Sunday? Saying I've got a good feeling about today. Okay. Um, I fancied us to win. I'm not going to sit here and say I fancied 4-1. I thought Newcastle would be better. I mean, yeah. 2-1, 3-1. Because I would have know said that. 4-1 Spurs. Sorry? I would <laughs> have said 4-1 Spurs. Who to? Spurs. Yeah, yeah, but who would you say it to? And I would have. You said that. you would have done. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. That's what I I, would, yeah, 4-1. I I would have gone with 4-1. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have gone
0: with 5-1. You'd <laughs> have been wrong. <laughs> You'd have been wrong. I, I would have been right. <laughs> Prediction for Friday night
1: on the river at the city Ground. Um, I'm going to say 3-1. Mm.
2: It's one of those games, if it had been, uh, I agree with Daniel, the fact that it's a Friday night at 8 o'clock and... It could be Steve Cooper's last game. There's a lot about this that makes it a much harder game than really it should be. So um, I'm not as confident, but I would be very disappointed to not pick up three points. So um, if we play like we should do, we'll win two or three-nil.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say three-nil. I think Forrester on their last legs. They're missing our knee up front. It's a massive loss for them. He won't mm-hmm. be back anytime soon. I think on the back of... Uh, Sunday I think we will possibly go on a little bit of a run now and I, I think it will start or continue on Friday night
1: well we've got a good run of fixtures coming up yeah what's we got Forest, Everton Everton at home then we're at boxing Everton day Everton at home might be easy
0: we're no a... but you want to, uh, happy to play right, at home than, uh, we always uh, beat yeah, Everton absolutely yeah. and then I think we've Brighton away it's not Brighton boxing away. day it's on the 28th, 28th and then that boxing Bournemouth, Bournemouth at home Bournemouth's not They were it's su- a good run of fixtures though, yeah it? they, they were superb against United on Saturday
1: United were also dreadful hmm Dress. It might sound odd to say, but maybe we obviously, the tough run of games that we've just had has coincided with in, injuries and stuff. We might have lost those games anyway. Mm. Now we've kind of got a few play, a couple of players back, easier run of fixtures. Maybe it hasn't worked out so badly for us.
0: Well, let's start with three points on Friday. <laughs> and we will be back on Friday. As we said, we're going to do a couple of live shows on Friday, one before the game, and then join us as well after the game where we dissect that 3-0 win for Tottenham Hotspur. So we will see you all on Friday and up the Spurs.